Hello and welcome to this special bonus mini-episode of the Samuel Emanuel Movie Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sam Reimer. And I'm uh, Manny Manuel. Manny, you're hilarious sometimes. Do you know I, that? I, uh, I try. <laughs> I try. Uh, last week, uh, we spent a lot of time in this room. Uh, we, we, <laughs> we spent six hours. That was last week, right? I'm not making that up? That yeah. Six hours, three episodes, and we were both wiped by the end of it. Yeah. Uh, this week... We had planned to do two episodes, and yeah. as we're driving here, you turn to me and you say, I've got an idea. Why don't we do a third episode? Mm-hmm. And I, being the the same kind of funny person, mm-hmm. went, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. And here we are. Uh, so I guess a little bit of background probably needed. Uh, we were going to talk about the piano several weeks ago. Episode 198. Episode 198 was going to be on the piano. However, it proved very difficult to find. Yes. Um. So much so that we elected to do Dave instead, and boy, am I happy we made that decision because I wound up lo- liking Dave yeah. quite a lot. Go back and listen to that episode if you yes, haven't already. Yes, please. Um, but uh, that left us short a Best Picture nominee, which yeah. is just uh, not something that Manny and I find too acceptable. So mm-hmm. this week, uh, both myself and my girlfriend Emma, we had a little movie night at Manny's yeah. where Manny broke out the 4K DVD of Piano. Am I yeah. remembering that correctly? You are. Yeah. yeah. 4K DVD of the piano, which uh, worked most of the way through, and then we had to switch to regular old Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> and what a difference! Yeah, it was a big difference. I didn't Definitely really. I kind of always forget how big of a difference, but then watching it literally within minutes, mm-hmm. there was there's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, there is. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're uh, that being said, like normally when we have a best picture nominee, obviously we want to do a full episode on it, mm-hmm. break down our favorite scenes, quotes, non-spoiler, spoiler section, a whole a whole event. But yep. we don't have any notes on it, uh, so we're just gonna kind of go. We're yeah. just gonna kind of talk about our general thoughts. There may be some spoilers in there, so no, we'll there's give gonna us gonna be spoilers. Yeah, there's gonna be spoilers, so you know, be be on the lookout for that. Um, we're not gonna really, gonna really break into section. No. We're just kind of, I think, gonna kind of freeform the thing and yeah. s- see what happens. Yeah. Uh, we we just want, for me, basically, I just want to be a completionist. Yeah, totally. And I wanted to get this in here, and so yeah, I just want to throw it out there. So this is gonna be a really quick episode. Um, so let's get started. Uh, this is the piano. It was released February eleventh, nineteen ninety four. Whoa! Hold yeah. on a second, man. It's the '93 Oscars. What are we doing? I know. So what this was, it had a release in October in New York and Chicago, which allowed it to be eligible for the Oscars. Uh, this was written and directed by Jane Campion, uh, starring Holly Hunter, Harvey Keitel, Anna Paquin, and Sam Neill. Has a Metascore of 89. It won three Oscars, all women. Won Best Actress for Holly Hunt, Best Supporting Actress for Anna Paquin, and Best Original Screenplay by Jane Campion. It had eight nominations, so it had the previous three I just mentioned, as well as Best Picture, Best Director, Best Cinematography, Best Costume Design, and Best Film Editing. It had a budget of $7 million and made $40 million at the box office worldwide. The plot, in the mid-19th century, a mute woman is sent to New Zealand along with her young daughter and prized piano for an arranged marriage to a farmer, but is soon lusted after by a farm worker. (coughs) Pardon me. What we're going to do here, normally we'd get into our spoiler-free discussion and all that. Not what we're doing. We're going to just do our thoughts, general thoughts on the film. You can get into some specifics if you want, Sam. We're going to try and keep this discussion quick because we still have another podcast to record, and we kind of sprung this last minute. But it's super quick discussion on whatever we want, and then we'll get into the closing credits. So, Sam, what were your thoughts on the piano? I didn't really know a lot about it going in uh, other than 
it was a movie that had disappointed Rachel greatly. Yeah, she had a one. She said she had fond memories of this movie, which mm-hmm. were ruined upon revisiting it. Yeah, and she did not like it. Yeah. Um, so I went in not really knowing what to think. It's a Best Picture nominee, bunch of acting wins, and like quite a lot of critical praise. And uh, uh, yeah, that eighty nine Metascore that yeah. uh, that you just read off. So I kind of went in not knowing what to expect. Um. All of the critical and technical praise that this movie has received are 100% well-deserved. Yes. This movie is a technical achievement. Some of the shots on the beach are chef's kiss gorgeous. Thank you. Yes. Um, The acting performances, or the performances by both Anna Paquin and Holly Hunter, as far as I'm concerned, more so Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin gives uh, a spectacular child performance, one that I frankly don't hear talked about enough like i hear the uh that the Haley joel osmonds of the world are always thrown out for like great child performances this is a this is an all-timer this is this is fucking awesome yep child performance by anna paquin and gets the recognition that she rightfully deserves mm-hmm. um the i i just had far too many problems <laughs> uh with the central plot i and the when i say that i don't mean i don't mean that the plot is nonsensical or anything like that I just mean that morally, I just the, the the plot just rubbed me the wrong way quite a lot. Well, why don't you tell them what that plot is? So, again, we're we're gonna be spoiling this movie, so here we oh, go. Oh yeah, spoilers! Three, two, uh, one, go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the plot of this movie, basically, if I'm to break it down, IMDb style, a woman has her piano taken from her, or rather, donated on her behalf. They're just given to like a family friend, basically. And in order to earn it back, she thinks she is going to be giving piano lessons to slowly earn it back, but it slowly turns into uh, the person who she's giving lessons to is actually allowed to, you know, grope her, touch her, eventually they have sex. Um, and like the slowly, the slow gradual buildup from just like basically touching her and kissing her and undressing her slowly to, you know, to sex. That plot. <laughs> of her slowly trying to earn back this piano just made me so uncomfortable and I just disagreed with it. And Holly Hunter's performance is great and she does a really good job of portraying that discomfort. And I just, I really don't understand uh, why this movie was written. It was written by a woman, Jane Campion, uh, who won Best Original Screenplay for Mm -hmm. this, Mm -hmm. which is frankly baffling to me. Uh... I don't know. I just had enough of an objection to a lot of the things that happened in this plot that it, it really rubbed me the wrong way, and I could not. I couldn't root for the central romance. I did not want it to happen. I did not want this to result. I, I did not get the connection. Like the connection between the two, just I did not feel it. She goes from being repulsed by him to being to to yearning after him in like a split second and i get this is the early 1900s and there's like three dudes on this entire <laughs> island i get that but like have some standards i don't know the 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 fact that i'm being asked by the script to root for harvey Keitel's character and for root for them to get together is just is just such a big problem for me and i had a lot of trouble getting past it so that really affected my enjoyment of this movie unfortunately because it is a technical achievement yeah, this movie. <clears throat> this movie is technically brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like this, the cinematography, the costumes, all the below the line accolades mm-hmm. and nominations that this film 
got. I don't know if I totally got Best Actress for Holly Hunter. I think she belongs in that category. I would maybe need to see some of the other noms to, to fully judge it, but... Her performance wasn't a... Uh... You've only seen one of yeah. the other... Yeah, I guess so. I never okay. saw What's Love Got to Do With It. <laughs> I should pull up the uh, the Oscars of that okay. year, probably. So you've seen two of them. Is it Emma Thompson or Holly Hunter for you? Yeah, Holly Hunter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm Fair gonna, enough. I'm going to disagree with you. I okay. think Holly Hunter's brilliant okay. in this movie. Uh, Anna Paquin, unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. Uh, we'll break down what I think of them compared to the others uh, in just a few weeks' time. The I, I think the direction was great, mm-hmm. what Jane Campion gets out of uh, her performance here, and everything about this film is brilliant. I didn't have as much of a problem with the movie as you did. And our discussion after the movie with Emma here was thoroughly enjoyable Mm -hmm. i wish we had had more time but we were doing a double feature that had to be done yeah well we were watching both that and um an indecent proposal i almost couldn't think of the name for a second (laughs) we were watching that and an indecent proposal and of course an indecent proposal we knew we were going to record an episode on so we had to get to it right away i'm i can't disagree i can't disagree as we discussed yesterday night the transition from Holly Hunter's character, Ada, um, her apprehension to the point of almost repulsion of Baines, going from that to her love for him was too quick of a, uh, too quick of a jump. They were, they could have, they could have used some more time to make that connection because everything leading, everything up to that point I was on board with and then everything afterwards I'm on board with there should be a middle piece there that connects those two in a way that allows it to be believable and there wasn't Mm -hmm. so for me while it bothered me I was okay letting it go going forward you on the other hand were not yeah that's and that's the difference Mm -hmm. and I don't blame you for it like Mm -hmm. there's I'm not gonna point out and say this is the clue where it happened. And you just didn't pick up on uh-huh. it. I'm going to push my glasses up further on my nose like this. I've never heard you do that voice. That's crazy. <laughs> so uh, I didn't have as big of a problem making that leap. I really enjoyed this movie. I fully understand all of the accolades that this movie got. I bought into everything. This movie was sumptuous. Like, especially in 4K. I hated that we had to go to Blu-ray afterwards. I was like... <laughs> I'm still enjoying this movie, but it it definitely didn't look as good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was, that was a little humble brag there, but like it was, I I couldn't, I honestly was totally enthralled at the visuals of this movie when we first started watching it. It it was honestly like breathtaking. I was like, this movie looks even better than I anticipated. And uh, I already talked about them. Harvey Keitel's fine. Yeah. Not great. Doesn't really have a lot to do other than just creepily sit in a corner and ask what kind of things he can do yep. to her. Uh, we had a lot of fun at Sam Neill's expense watching this movie. Yeah, he's just not. He, you know, uh, it was something that we really, uh, that I really want to touch on that we mm. pointed out that I loved. This movie improves drastically if you flip yes. Harvey Keitel and Sam Neill's characters. Yes. If they're cast in the opposite role, the movie gets better. I agree. Because I think Sam Neill's gentle nature wouldn't have made what he does feel as creepy. I agree. 
And when later on in the movie, because we're spoiling it, when what's Sam Neill's character's name? That I can't fucking tell you. Uh, uh, Alistair Stewart. Alistair Stewart. Okay. When Alistair becomes unhinged, yeah, menacing. I didn't buy it. It, it came across quite weak from Sam Neill. I agree. And I 100% agree. If they had switched... Harvey Keitel would have chopped those fingers off with a vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we didn't mention how great the sound design was. Yeah. Really good. Especially at the end. Yeah, the uh, the metal uh, fingertip on the piano. I yeah. remember just being like, ooh, that's just a gorgeous little touch. Yeah. So the movie, for me, uh, it worked a lot better than it did for Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't... I feel like I'm just going to try and just talk about things when we don't really need to. Yeah. Um, what about the, the ending? Um, the abandoning of the piano. Uh, oh. Uh, I guess for I, for me, that's a lot of symbolism. Yeah. And it's stuff that I don't pick up on or uh, uh, mm, doesn't connect with me. Yeah. Symbolism doesn't really connect with me as much i'm a dumb guy you gotta kind of throw up my face but you know the abandoning of the piano symbolizes her wanting to move on i guess i I don't i don't know yeah it's beyond me i'm not smart enough to understand it and that's that's kind of why i brought it up is just you know i feel that i uh i feel that i usually have a pretty good grasp of these sorts of things and this feels like it's over my head too like i just didn't when she tossed the piano out into the water i'm just like why it doesn't really make sense from a character perspective and it doesn't really make a lot of sense um, from a symbolism perspective as far as, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that there's there's some good write-ups on it. I didn't, like I said, we didn't prepare for this episode at no, all. I if I, if I really want less than four hours ago. If I really wanted, I could just go up and look it up, I'm sure. Or maybe you're listening to this and you have an idea of what the piano's symbolism is. Feel free to shoot us a message yeah. on, on our social media platforms and let me know how wrong I am. Uh, I just did not fucking get the ending. I'm just like, why are we getting rid of the piano after all that we've been through? She just... I guess she just can't be bothered to look at it. And then she winds up getting a piano at the end anyway. So, like, you know, I don't know. That's fair. Whatever. I, right. I guess after all she's been through, she just doesn't want to go through all that again. Whatever. Sure. I'll get a new piano. Maybe. All right. Ready? Ready. Closing credits. Are there any Oscar-worthy performances in this film? Two. Two. Two, no more, no less. Two, no more, no less. And they both won it. Yes. Any other aspects of the film award-worthy? Uh, yeah, like we said, all of the below line awards. Uh, the music is really good. Uh, did it get a score nom? No. I really like the music in the movie. There might not be enough original. Uh, I'm not totally sure. Mm. Uh, but the cinematography. Cinematography is excellent. Oof. Nominated for that. Breathtakingly gorgeous. Not going to win this year, obviously. Um, Because up against Yanush. Yeah. Okay, so the only kind of below the line thing it didn't really get nominated for was best makeup. And it wasn't winning anyways. No. It had three powerhouses to go up against. Are face tattoos considered makeup? Yes. Obviously, in the yeah. case of Harvey Keitel, they are. Yeah, they would be. Oh, interesting. Yep. Okay. Um, weak link of the film. The script. Oh, my God. The fact that Even I'm... Even though it's Oscar-winning It's Oscar-winning and is the weak link for me. Just can't get behind it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, I guess I have to, I have to disagree and agree. Because I like the script, I like the characterization of everything, I like the story it's telling, but it's just missing 
that part in the middle where Ada turns from not being attracted to Baines to to being attracted to Baines. Yeah. So, but the rest of the movie, like I said, I love. There's a gap in the middle that's missing, and I love everything before and I love everything after. So, that's the weak link of the film for me. Hmm. Was this anyone's career highlight? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was just looking through both Anna Paquin and Holly Hunter, and I think it's probably both their career highlights. Uh, Over the X-Men films for Anna Paquin? The case can be made. Honestly, it depends on how you want to define it. Um, being the second youngest Oscar winner ever is pretty cool, as far as it, I'm concerned. It is. The only thing is that a lot of, while a lot of people know Anna Paquin is that, I just don't feel that they associate her with this movie anymore. 100% valid. Hmm. It'd, it'd be a tough call. Is this Campion's career highlight? She's now won an Oscar for Power of the Dog. She won an Oscar for this movie. The screenplay. It's still uh, an Oscar. I, yeah, but I mean, can we, can we, you and I agree that generally speaking, a directing Oscar is a little more valuable than a screenwriting Oscar? True. Tarantino has no director Oscar. It's true. He's got screenplay though. Two, two of them. Pulp Fiction and, uh, Glorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Hmm. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I am going to go ahead and say that this is Campion's. No. Oh, I, I really don't know. It's really a toss-up. It's really close for Jane it re- Campion. It really is. Yeah. This won more Oscars than Power of the Dog. Mm-hmm. It might be the career highlight for more people, but it's not. Jane Campion's career. I don't know, man. I don't know how to answer this question. It's, it's I, tough. Yeah, I, 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 I always struggle with this question, to be <clears> honest with you. I fully agree. Hmm. I fully agree. Uh, you think this is Holly Hunter's? Yes. Dot, dot, dot. Yes. I, Maybe. I I mean, I don't know. What else do you even throw out there? The Incredibles movies? Being Mrs. Incredible? Possibly. I'm, I'll give her this. Yeah. It's an Oscar-winning performance I, in a very profitable film. Yep, I think Anna Paquin for X-Men is a better case than Holly Hunter for The Incredibles. I agree. I think Anna Paquin's career highlight is the, is the X-Men franchise. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what most people think of her now. Yeah. Um, winning the, I, I, I hate to say this, but winning the Oscar at 11, while it's cool, it, I, it feels like it's a different part of your life. You're mm-hmm. not the same person you were at 11. Yeah, totally. Than you, than you are as an adult. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Highlight reel for anybody. All of the above, man. Uh, maybe not Harvey Keitel. Yeah. He'd like to forget this one. We failed to mention we see some Harvey Keitel dick and butt oh, yeah. in this movie. Yeah. yeah. That, well, that was one thing we actually didn't mention that we all agreed upon is that being directed by Gene Campion, it's nice that this does not have the male gaze. Yeah, like there is some like there is some nudity from Holly Hunter in this movie, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it's not it's, salacious. Yeah, it's not salacious, and it's definitely equivalent and called for yeah as far as uh there, by the way there's a scene where harvey Keitel polishes a piano in the nude and what <laughs> that was jarring and uncomfortable i was waiting for him to rub his dick on it yeah i thought he was gonna do that too and yeah. grind up on the piano uh-huh um mvp of the film campion yeah, yeah. I was, I was, i'm like it's campion campion her fingerprints are all over this movie like it is <laughs> It is so well directed. It is mostly well written. 
and just the performances she pulls out of everyone here is great. It's Campion by a mile. What will be this film's legacy? Uh, does it even have much of a legacy? Um, you and I both really didn't know a lot about this movie before we watched it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it has much of a legacy. Uh, if you were to push me, I'd say it's... Uh, oh, you know what? Actually, from the Wikipedia page from The Piano, I was reading this earlier. Uh, let me see if I can find this again. It was something to the effect of one of the greatest movies ever made by a woman. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I think this film's legacy will be uh, that it was one of Campion's best. Because um, I think I think she was the first female director nominated since, like, the 1950s or something like that. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, sad. Yeah, and I did find that excerpt on the piano, by the way. In, t- in 2019, so this is only three years ago. In 2019, the BBC polled 368 film experts from 84 countries to name the 100 best films by women directors. And The Piano was named the top film, with nearly 10% of the critics polled, giving it first place on their ballots. Huh. Wouldn't be my number one. I Hurt Locker by a mile. I'd take Zero Dark Thirty. Okay. Either one of those, honestly. Both by Bigelow. Bigelow or Bigelow. (laughs) Yeah. Take your pick. This uh, this would not. I take it back. Nope. Coda. Nope. Coda would be up there. <laughs> Booksmart. Oh shit! <laughs> Fuck, we've had some good movies by women in the last several years. We should do a top ten list of female directed movies. Hell yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Where should we? I'm gonna write that down somewhere. <laughs> <coughs> that would be a really fun list. Damn. Like, are you talking for a podcast episode, or are you talking yeah. like for a, like one of the movie draft lists? Oh, the movie draft that would be fun too. That'd be fun. Interesting. Okay. We've got some stuff to talk about. All right. Okay. Uh, would you watch this movie again? I honestly don't think that I will. Wow. I don't think I'll watch this ever again. <laughs> I will. Totally would. Yeah. Actually, I'm. I, I'm actually looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. Would you recommend this movie to friends? I wouldn't. <laughs> I would not recommend this to friends. It's it's so creepy and weird. Oh, I've murdered Manny. He's having a coughing fit. That your decisiveness there caught me off guard. Nope. That was delightful. I would not. That was delightful. Usually I hum and ha. I feel confident I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. Uh I have a few people that I would recommend this to, but not many. No. Not many. This is a very specific taste. Pretty niche. Yeah, this is this is a this is a cinephile movie. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I consider myself a cinephile, and even then, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Big question time. What are you giving this movie, Sam? Manny, I want nothing more than to make you happy on a regular basis. I can't do it today. It's a it's a two for me. I, I did. Like <laughs> yeah, just purely uh, keeping in mind that the ratings are personal, and they're for me largely based on enjoyment mm-hmm. so like a movie like dave that i gave a five for instance that's not a five movie it's not a perfect film it's just a really 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 enjoyable movie this is a brilliant film and it is quite unenjoyable at times for me i'm not sure if you remember but just to throw some fuel on the fire here yeah. that the piano won best original screenplay over Dave. Over Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes it sting a little bit worse. Yeah, I uh this one didn't do it for me, Manny. 
That's fair. Um, I think I also know what you're going to give it. Oh, do you want to make your... Yeah, can I just hold up some fingers to you? You can. Yeah. You are wrong. Oh. It's a three. Okay. But I can tell you this. When I watch it again, it'll be a four. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's... I held up four fingers, yeah. by the way. He... <clears throat> this is this is bordering on a four for yeah. me. And I know when I watch it again, I'm going to be overtaken by the, the technical skill of this film to give it that four but it, it's a three mm-hmm. it's a three i really want to give it a four now yeah it uh it gets a two from me i mean mostly because it's just technically brilliant and i there were moments i considered giving it a three because it's that good but it maybe. is that good but like when you factor in enjoyment is the thing i it would be dishonest of me to say i enjoyed this movie more than i didn't um, which is rather unfortunate yeah so this is along the same lines as the english patient Yes, yeah, that's a that's a great comparison. I gave the English patient a two as well. I yeah, can that's very quickly checking. I can very much appreciate the craft of the English patient. I have no desire to ever watch that movie again. That, uh, this, <laughs> I don't I don't want to compare the two too much. Like I'm not gonna say I liked one more than the other or anything. I'll say this: the English patient was more of a boredom thing. The piano was more of an active discomfort thing it's a different kinds of <laughs> different kind kinds of unenjoyment is that a word unenjoyment unenjoyment it is now it is now I've just hashtag unenjoyment unenjoyment yeah i don't know english patient i was bored to death by it and the piano uh, was just very very icky awesome. <laughs> well that's our first ever mini bonus episode i'd say that went fine a, a mini-sode mini-sode a mini-sode i mean we did some I think we've played around with the idea of minisodes for, uh, like, Ozark, yeah. for instance, and did, never finished it. No, we didn't. We did two mini episodes, and they did very well for us, actually. Yes, quite well. I'm going to cough again. Oh, my goodness. For a change. Did you get that looked at? Yeah. Well, that wraps up our minisode on the piano, so we can have a completion uh, on uh, 1993 and our best picture nominees so for the samuel and manual movie podcast i'm manny manual and i'm sam reimer adios